0: In today's class, we are going to continue from last time's class about leaving about the concept of a blech on a fire. In the last class, we were discussing the perp, one purpose of the blech is for what's called shiya uh, to leave food that was not that was not completely cooked to leave it on the fire when Shabbos begins. And we said that if the fire is not completely cooked, you need to have a blech to cover the fire as a reminder that we shouldn't make the fire bigger or smaller or would change the variables of the flame. But there's a second reason why the Chacham instituted a blech and that is what's called Chazorah. Chazara is different than Shihia. Shihia, the problem why the Chacham instituted the problem with Shehiyah, meaning leaving a food on the fire if it's not completely cooked, because you might come to cook it on Shabbos by making the fire bigger or smaller, or something like that. But now there's another din that's called Chazorah. The Chachamim forbid to return things to a fire on Shabbos, meaning it was on the fire, you took it off the fire, and now you want to put it back onto the fire. So the Chachamim forbid that from being done, not because you're going to be cooking, because this applies even if the food is completely cooked. Why can I not put something back on the fire unless if five conditions are met? The reason for that is because it looks like you're going to be cooking. If something is being put onto the flame on Shabbos, even though halachically there's no cooking because the food is completely cooked and it could not become cooked more, so then the problem is, Chachamim say, it's still nira kemavashel, it looks like it's cooking. And in order for Chazorah to return something to the fire that was on the fire on Shabbos, there are five criterias that make it allowed. Number one, the food has to be completely cooked. Because if the food is not completely cooked, and you return it back onto the fire, so then you're finishing the cooking process, which is biblically forbidden because of cooking. So the food has to be completely cooked. Secondly, in order to return something to a fire on Shabbos, you need to have what's called kotum, you need to have a blech. If there's no blech and somebody put something directly onto the fire, even though it was completely cooked, it still looks like you're cooking on Shabbos. The third thing, the third condition is that the food that you're putting back onto the fire is warm. It's still warm. If it cooled off completely, if it cooled off completely, so then by putting it back onto the fire, you might be re-cooking it, or at least it looks like you're cooking it again. Sometimes, as we learned, if it's wet and it's not warm anymore, putting it back onto the fire that will cause it to cook is actual cooking on Shabbos. But even if it's something completely dry, but you're putting it back onto the fire, and it's cold, it looks like you're cooking it. It still looks like you're cooking it, even though halachically you're not actually cooking it. So again, the first condition is the food has to be completely cooked. Second thing, you need to have a blech. Third thing is the food needs to be warm. Fourth condition, when you took it off from the fire, your intention was to return it back to the fire. The fifth condition, that you're still holding on to the pot. Now, according to most opinions, or many opinions at least, and this is what's relied on, it doesn't mean that you actually have to be holding the pot in the air. Even if you put down the pot, but your hand is still holding on to the pot, that is considered it's still in your hand. And therefore, you would be allowed afterwards to put it back onto the blech. But if any of these conditions are not met, definitely not the first three that it has to be completely cooked and you have a blech and it has to be still warm, it is forbidden to return something to the the fire on Shabbos. So therefore, let's discuss some of the practical things of this. What happens, you have a kettle on the fire. And by the way, I should mention, it should have been mentioned in the last class, even if you want to put up a kettle before Shabbos, whether it's an electric urn or a kettle, the water should be completely cooked before Shabbos, again for the same reason, you might make the fire bigger or smaller. So the water has to be completely cooked before Shabbos. But what happens now, you have a kettle on the fire, Friday night you want to take out some water to make a cup of tea. So. When you take the kettle off the fire, in order to put it back onto the fire, there has to be a blech. Number two, the water had to be completely cooked. Number three, the water still has to be warm. Number four, when you took it off from the fire, your intention was to return it to the fire. And number five is that you didn't put it down completely. If any of those conditions were not met, lechatchila, you cannot put it back onto the fire on Shabbos. So, therefore, let's say somebody wants to um, take out soup from off the fire, but somebody is going to be coming later or cholent, and they want to be able to put it back. All these five conditions must be met. You need. To remove it and you took it off the fire, you want to put it back, all these five conditions must be met. There has to be a blech, the food has to be completely cooked, it still has to be warm, it still has to be in your hand, and your intention was to return it. What happens if somebody has a blech? Let's say they have two stoves on or upstairs and downstairs neighbors, and in the middle of Shabbos they realize that the fire went out underneath the blech. So now you have food that's on a blech, but there's no fire. So then if the, again, if the food is still warm, you're allowed to take the food off this blech and bring it to another stove that you have with the blech, or you're allowed to bring it to a neighbor's blech and put it down on that blech on Shabbos because it's still, all the conditions are being met. Another interesting halacha, which applies to the din of Chazorah, which is a very important halacha, and that is, you're only allowed to return something to the blech if it's in the original pot that was on the blech. What happens if you took a pot off the blech, and then you took off the contents into a smaller pot, or to a different pot? That pot is not allowed to be returned to the blech, it's only allowed to be returned to the blach in the original pot that was on the fire. And that will see the relevant dinam of that as we continue in the classes. Another thing, it can also only go back into the, the blach if it's in the original clerition. And that detail we'll discuss in a few minutes how that's relevant. In the whole den of putting water into the cholent. What happens if somebody left the food on the fire and it was completely cooked, so there was no problem with Shahia, There's no problem of leaving it because you don't need a blech if the food is completely cooked. But now the person realizes, I forgot to put the blech on, and I really do want to return the food to the blech, but I don't have a blech. So the din is, on Shabbos, you are allowed to put on a blech on top of a fire, on Shabbos. You have to be very careful that when you put the blech down, the fire shouldn't go out. That can happen sometimes. But if you're careful about putting a blech onto the fire on Shabbos, you're allowed to. And then what you could do, if the, let's say, the soup or the chones directly on the fire, and you forgot to put up a blech, but the food was completely cooked before Shabbos, so then the din is, you can pick up the pot, somebody else put down the blech, and then you can put the food back onto the blech on Shabbos. Um, what happens, and we mentioned before, that if you have a hot plate that doesn't have any dials, we mentioned in the last class about shihiyah. that if the reason why you need a blech for Shihia for leaving things onto the fire is because we're afraid you're going to make the fire bigger or smaller, what happens if somebody used a hot plate that doesn't have dials and therefore we discussed before because it doesn't have dials, halachically you don't need a Black fashir because we're not afraid you're going to make the fire bigger or smaller because you can't. But what happens if I had a cholent on the hot plate without dials before Shabbos, am I allowed to return it to the hot plate on Shabbos? because now I don't have a blech. And that is a controversy amongst the poskim. Some poskim say because normally people don't cook on a hot plate, therefore it doesn't look like you're cooking because people keep things warm on a hot plate. They don't always cook things on a hot plate. Another opinion say, no, you still need to do a blech. So therefore, in practical sense, what happens if somebody kept a cholent before Shabbos on a hot plate without dials? And then they realized that they need to serve in different shifts, and they're going to need to put the cholent back onto the hot plate on Shabbos. So what they could do is they can put a blech onto the hot plate on Shabbos. How do you do that? If you have either pre-cut aluminum foil, because you can't cut aluminum foil on Shabbos, but if you have pre-cut aluminum foil. You could put aluminum foil, take off the pot, again with all the conditions wanting to put it back, it's still in your hand and so on, and put down a piece of aluminum foil, and then you could put the pot back down, and then you could take it off and put it back down uh, as many times as you needed, providing the conditions of Hazor met. What happens if you don't have cut aluminum foil? So you can take even a small cookie sheet and invert it, even though it's empty, you can invert it on the hot plate, that it's very low, and then you can use that as a blech, and then you can put the pot, according to all opinions, you're allowed to put the pot back onto the hot plate. So ideally if somebody is using a hot plate without dials, and therefore there's no problem with she leaving the things on the fire before Shabbos because we're not afraid you're going to make the fire bigger. But when it comes to putting the pot back onto the fire on Shabbos, back onto the hot plate, you should either cover it with a blach with aluminum foil or uh, invert a, a, a pot on it and then you'll be able to actually have a blach. Um, but again, we like said because Shabbos you're allowed to put a blech on to the fire. Um, now, what happens if somebody wants to add hot water to a cholent on Shabbos? Before we get into that practical din, because it's very practical, a lot of times people wake up Shabbos morning and the cholent is burning, and they realize they need to add more water to the cholent. And there are ways that halachically it's allowed to be done. But again, I just need to mention once more what we mentioned in the other class about the three parts of the blech. Part A of the blech is the part which is directly on the fire. Part B is the area around the fire area, but it's hot enough to to make something hot. And section C, which is not so cold, no matter how long you leave it there, nothing's going to happen now in many most of the time or many times you don't have section 3 of the blach or section C of the blach because most of the time you have two sections of the blach the part that's directly over the fire and the rest of the blach depending on the size of the blach the thickness the the, uh, the size of the fire most of the time you only have section A and B if you have section C then you have to keep the dinam involved. If you want to move something, like we said, from section A and section B, you can move from A to B if the food is completely cooked. If it's not completely cooked, we learned, you cannot move it from B to A. But if you, the food is completely cooked, you can move the chalant from section A to section B. But you cannot move the chalant or any food from section C to section B or A because section C is really not counted as if it's the blech. And therefore, if somebody, let's say, wants to take something and put it on section C of the blech, let's say you want to warm up a challah, and you want to put it on section C of the blech, because section C can never make the food hot, by putting food on section C of the blech, it doesn't look like you're cooking. Section B does, and Section A does. That's issue number one that needs to be kept in mind. Therefore, if somebody wants to put something that was not on the blech before Shabbos, or during Shabbos, you cannot put anything onto the blech on Section A or B on Shabbos. You cannot take anything out of the refrigerator. It was not on the blech when Shabbos began, and put it on top of the blech. And there's two problems with that. Number one, it looks like you're cooking. And secondly, it can even be actual cooking, because if you take something out of the refrigerator that's moist, and now, even though it was completely cooked, and it's liquidy, it's moist, then by putting it onto section A or B of the blech, what you're going to eventually be doing is actually cooking that liquid on Shabbos, because we learned in the previous classes, liquid which cooled off completely, and you reheat it to Yatza lettuce Bay to 110 degrees, is considered cooking on Shabbos. And therefore, it would be forbidden to take anything out of the refrigerator and put it directly onto the blech, if the food was not on the blech on Shabbos. Or, if somebody wants to take food that was not on the blech before Shabbos, and they just want a, like a piece of uh, challah that was not in the refrigerator or freezer, and they want to put it on the blech to warm up, they'd only be allowed to put it on section C. If certain conditions are met, they can even put it on section A and B. And that, Emir Hashem, we will discuss in the next class how you can put things that weren't on the Blach and Shabbos to put it onto the Black and Shabbos and how you can add water, hot water to the, ble- to the Cholent and Emir Hashem, that we will be discussing in the next class.